G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam and Kim, thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for. Tim's back, everybody! Tim's back, everybody. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Welcome, Tim. Welcome, Tim. You don't need to know about me, JK, the host, or Adam, the other co-host. You just need to know that Tim is back. And that sound you hear right now is a thousand people burning off (laughs) leaving forever. (laughs) Throwing their phones in the river. What we've done is we've watched some episodes of Neighbours. Oh, you're awesome. still doing that? That's interesting. Yeah, we're still doing that thing. Uh, we've watched episodes 4,112 to 4,116. And I know what you're thinking, Tim. Yeah, I know. Fucking Daily Motion, UK Neighbours fans forever. Ah, uh-uh, ah, Tim. We've moved websites. We're now watching these on Vimeo. Another, <laughs> another dodgy website. So basically, as soon as you get through to the Neighbours Fans Forever Daily Motion person, you've gone, fuck that person. We're going somewhere else. No, it's the no, same thing. It's the same thing. Oh, okay. okay. They've just uploaded into a different website for unknown reasons. Okay. Uh, and I've got some exciting news as well, Tim. Is it exciting news? Or is it I just like, news? I feel like I'm, I know what you're going to say, and I feel like it's probably like a solid 10%. Exciting, but go on. Well, what what makes this even funnier, Tim, is he said this last week. I've got some exciting news. So me and um, Marissa Stilitano, we both went, oh, fuck, what's, what's this? And he told us this news, and Marissa went, is that fucking it? <laughs> Straight away, she I was think, not excited. I if anything, thinking- she'd had enough was, that's not fucking news, mate. All you've got is message some dude and he's not got back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's well, happened. Yeah, so we've I've been able to message the the person, the guy or girl, uh, who has uploaded all these videos. But they, as of yet, about, they've not got back to me. But they might do. They only uploaded these videos eight months ago. So that means eight months <laughs> ago, they were still alive. <laughs> And still active on the internet, so you never know. We are hoping the dream is to get them on at some point to discuss all things neighbours, isn't it? Yes, that would be the absolute dream. What if the? I'm trying to figure out who this person must be, though. Like, it's one thing to have uploaded the Daily Motion thing years ago, but if they've been semi-active within the last year, what if they're they have access to the the official neighbours recordings? They're part of that somewhere. And they shouldn't really be sharing it? No, they're all recordings, like, clearly taped off UK TV Gold or wherever it was. Okay. I was kind of hoping it was you, Tim, to be honest. I was hoping that would be a really big reveal. That'd be a twist, wouldn't it? That'd be fucking... And he's been watching them all along. The the problem with that is that if you're asking that person to come on, you're going to have to have me on. (laughs) (laughs) Be a fascinating... Well, I say that, I reckon it'll be fascinating for all of about three and a half minutes if we get this person on. We're like, oh, what is your story? And then that'll be that. And can we get rid of you now? Can we carry on with the show? I reckon they'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Their their memories and neighbours and whatever else. At the moment, no, we haven't got them. We've got Tim. So (laughs) Yeah, they've got to be pretty hardcore, haven't they? So they'll they'll be interesting to have on. Yeah, and, and you're anything but hardcore, Tim. Or interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, we've given you a lot of shit over the last couple of weeks. Uh, is the, Before we get going properly, should we give you your chance to rebuke? Is there anything you want to say about your grand return, Tim? No, I'm an absolute pussy and a little weakling bitch. Um, <laughs> that, that's the year I've had. I'm hoping to bounce back now that the weather's a bit better. And here we go. I'm sure Grace will be thrilled that you've said the the year that you got married has been a terrible year so far. Honestly, she she was 
the day the day after we got back from honeymoon, she was puking blue, and we don't know where that fucking color came from. She was immediately ill, which and then I ended up getting something from her later on. Then she got tonsillitis, and then a week later, I got ill. Hello. <laughs> Do you think there's a bit of, do you think there's otherworldly things at play here? What do you think's going on? Do you think this was all a bad idea? What do you think's gone on? Yeah, we just, you have uh, been, it has been shit for you both. You both, it, it never should have happened. So, what you know what think? though? It is my weird little superstition thing. I reckon, like, almost sounds religious and I shouldn't say these things, but I feel like it's almost like there are certain things there to test you. Where when a bad thing happens, it's just a question of, uh, do you reckon this is the right thing? So, one of the early dates that I had with Grace, she drove, like, we live kind of opposite sides of a town. She drove into the town on her way to me, and a car broke down. So I'm like, all right, leave your car there for now. I'll come and pick you up. On the way to her... 60 miles an hour, crashed into a deer that went through my radiator and destroyed my car. I'm like, is this, is the universe telling me this is probably not a good idea? I leaned into it, it worked out. So I'm thinking, well, if we've had a completely dog shit start to the marriage, it's probably a good sign rather than a bad one. (laughs) You think, Adam said the word word otherworldly before. Yeah. do you think at this point maybe the government has intervened and like infected you with something, put something in your water system? I mean, they still haven't built the street where you live, so it would have been very easy to put something in your water system just or, to put or it. in the vaccines <laughs> or in the vaccines. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Oh, I've got some. So I've <laughs> speaking of vaccines and just general uh, not neighbours. Just yeah. general not neighbours. No, we'll get to the neighbours. Okay. We'll get to that time. Don't worry. Uh, so. I found I was looking at podcasts the other day and there is a, a certain neighbors alumni who I found had done a podcast as well. Uh we all know Nicola Charles. Oh. Yeah, we all know Nicola Charles. So I was like, oh right, I wonder I'll type her name into uh see if there's any podcasts come up. She had a podcast. It was called Charles in Charge. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. She did two episodes. <laughs> I've listened to the very first episode. It's 20 minutes long. I'll give you the highlights right now. Minute two, she says, I've cancelled my Netflix subscription because I don't agree with Hollywood and the paedophilia that's going on in there. And I'm like, that's a bold fucking statement. To be fair to her, is she just keeping watch? (laughs) Because... Well, no, because she fucking cancelled it. (laughs) She should have stayed on and kept watch. She's missed a trick there. Uh, then about 14 minutes in, she tells everyone how she got, she's unvaccinated, but she has had COVID. Uh, when she felt COVID in her body, she said it felt otherworldly. Uh, and she went, yep, it's definitely been created by the government, maybe with alien tech. I don't know, but it's definitely not of this earth. And that's the point I stopped playing the podcast. I'm surprised you got past the cancelling Netflix thing, but fucking hell. I've not listened to any of the podcasts. I was aware that she was quite outspoken and she had appeared on various things. Um, I came to the very quick conclusion, very similar to you, that she was a dickhead. First story I want to talk about, the Rebecca's. The whole Rebecca, well, not the whole Rebecca clan, but the two heads of the clan, the mum and the dad, have rocked up at Toadies because it's their, I don't know, it's their one anniversary or something. So Toadies like, come down, we'll do a celebration at Louis Pub. So they're knocking around. They've been a general pain the last couple of weeks to most of the characters, including Toadie and each other. Uh, but they're listening to the radio one day, or Big Kev, the dad, and the fucking lottery numbers, their lottery numbers have come up. He's like, fuck you, this is fucking brilliant. My numbers have finally come up after all these years. Not going to tell my wife, though. I'm going to hide that fact from her. So he keeps on turning the radio off. He hides the newspapers so she can't see these numbers. Uh, but he's like, fuck, she's got the lottery ticket in her tits. How am I going to get this? How am I going to get hold of this ticket? So 
he, he, he figures out a way. Uh, How would you do it, Tim? If Grace won the lottery and she was keeping that ticket about her person, how would you go about getting this? Bear in mind, at this stage, it is not anywhere near that one day of the, the one day of the year when you get to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the girl's got a shower, so at some point the clothes got to come off, whether it's for me or not. <laughs> True. So I love that Grace has got her own shower separate from yours. <laughs> No, I, I said that she's got to shower. I didn't say she's I, got a shower. <laughs> I think probably uh, how it's got how it's been going over the last few weeks. Uh, I reckon Tim sits in the sink and Grace baths him. <laughs> <laughs> With those little plastic tubs. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to take that photo for you this week. <laughs> <laughs> he's got just, he's just got one of those green scour pads in his mouth and he's just sucking on it. And he, but he's got a beard of bubbles. so yeah big kev he seduces his wife um to get that lot finishes up gets the lottery ticket out brilliant done um but angie does eventually get to read the newspaper she's like oh brilliant our fucking numbers are coming we're rich fantastic can't find the lottery ticket at uh, anywhere because big kev has hit it and he's also while this is going on he's rang up the the National Lottery or whoever it is, and gone, right, yeah, I've got the ticket. Come meet me here. Give me the money in fucking cash. Is that how it works? I think that's how it works, yeah. They just come and give you cash. Giant check or cash. Those are like, in, in this country, just ring up Camelot, like, right, I want I want to meet you at the Arndale. I want the money in a brown <laughs> brown paper bag. Basically what he does, yeah. And, and he gets the money. And he fucks off. Angie, Angie, when Angie can't find the ticket, she has a big fucking go. I think he's on the fence about whether he's actually going to do this or not. If he's actually just going to fuck off with the money and leave her. But then when Angie can't find the ticket, she fucking blows the top out and going, I put up with you, you small dick for 40 years and making your fucking cups of tea all the time and always being ill and all that shit. And she's like, you're a fucking dick. And he's like, right, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm off here. See you later. And he, he doesn't tell her, he just leaves her a little card that says, I knew my numbers had come up, see you in Rio. And he's just fucked off with a £350,000 is what he's won. Oh, is that it? Yeah, but for inflation, that's like £14.3 now, I imagine. Possibly. Um, so that's kind of where that little storyline's ended. He's just fucked off. He's just fucked off. Do you think, do you think Angie's going to go off to Rio? Do you think we're going to get some... Some scenes in Rio. I would love some scenes in Rio or just little Tommy Tuckers that they fucking painted a fucking beach on the wall. And that's <laughs> what <they're> doing. <laughs> but that, like Toadie went looking for him or something, couldn't find him. Um, so at the minute, he's got away with it. He's just fucked off. Yes, it's the perfect crime. But I would, I'd, I'd be looking over my shoulder the rest of my life though with, with Angie Rebecca. Um. What we think? What we thinking for the lottery? Then what would you? What would you do if you won the lottery? Would you tell Peyton, or would you just go fuck you? See you later. I'm off to Australia with the real Australians. I think he's allowed to look after the lottery tickets. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't even count to the numbers that are on the lottery. So you don't have to count the numbers, dickhead. You just no, just you pick, just pick them. them. You just fill in the gaps. <laughs> 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 Only because tonight um, we're, we're recording this on a Tuesday. It's Euro Millions this evening, and it's ninety nine million on the Euro Millions today. I have bought a ticket, so this might be my last, my last one of these. Um, <laughs> Would you tell us, Adam, if you'd won? No, <laughs> I just wouldn't be here. You'd be sat. Here. You could send me the the link for this podcast, and I'd be like, won't reply, and you'd be like, hey, he'll, he'll be here. He'll be here seven half seven, whatever it is. I think you'd sign on and then just be a note saying, you, my numbers have come up. Numbers have come up, cunt. Even Rio. I, I imagine it's more like you'd you'd get, you'd get pay someone to just press the button, sign you in, and on your camera, it'd just be a stack of cash. <laughs> or you'd buy Zoom entirely. And then you'd buy Zoom. Me. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be my first thing I'd buy. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I would probably do it but I wouldn't tell you anything about it. I'd do the podcast, but like behind me, it wouldn't be just like a, a screen of fucking Rio or Hawaii or whatever. I would actually just be sat there. 
that that would just end up being the running joke. It's like which country is Adam in now? Yeah. <laughs> but then one week I'd be in Berry, and you could fucking tell me all about the sights and everything of Berry. <laughs> I am a great tour guide. I, honestly, though, I, I think if if I any of us, all right, I can't speak for you. If I won a hundred million. 100% I'd figure out wherever it is that's right in between here and Manchester and fucking build a podcast studio there. And we could... still about 10 hours to get there, though. Tim. <laughs> I don't know if I can be asked. I think Rio is the in the middle point there. <laughs> yeah. We could do that. We could have a podcast empire in Barcelona or somewhere. I'd be all right with that. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, I would just, I'd just be podding all day, every day. We will helicopter in and out anyway. It won't take any time at all. Would you still need to do the podcast? Would you still want to do the podcast if you were a millionaire? I don't yeah, know about this podcast. We talked about this earlier. That'll probably go out on the Patreon. But there is an inherent need to host with me. <laughs> yeah. I would just, I, that would, no amount of money would ever make that go away. So I'd, I'd, I'd just be hosting constantly. I'd be hosting podcasts. I'd be, I don't know, I'll be at the hotel, just like going, yeah, yeah, this is, I, I stay in this hotel and, you know, the concierge is over there and I just, I'd, I, I wouldn't be able to stop myself. <laughs> oh man, I'd love to see you just greeting people at a hotel you don't work at. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm in Manchester, I might actually tell you I'm there so you can come and do that for me. <laughs> He'll show you around, Tim. Yeah. I will give you a guided tour. So you're like, because you do see them in in the city centre, like people doing guided tours and stuff for, for tourists. Weird. I'll just do one of my own. It was, even that was weird how you said that. Like we didn't know that there was guided tours in the cities. <laughs> like you, you kind of explained that. Like, oh, if you're not familiar, like they do, they do do those kind of things in in cities. Actually, I think like you can. <laughs> someone will take you round a city if you want to see more of it. Actually, I think I think we're onto something here. JK's guided tours. Please do it. It'd be fucking nice. It'd be great. And I'd just show you around places that are just mean something to me and nothing, nobody else. And I'd just tell all the stories. That would be good. But I'd also like some sort of YouTube series where a bit like, like the travel man kind of thing, where you go to a city and make up everything about it <laughs> and show people around. Yeah. <laughs> It would become like like your gimmick. People know that it's kind of a comedy experience, and they know that you're just going to talk shit. And then you you like you record this, and then you end up with a group of tour a legit tourists who don't understand, and you're just telling them absolute bollocks. I think this could be a real possibility. We've got a friend of the show in Dan Paris who used to present travel shows. He could hook us up. He could come and record it for you. Yeah, exactly. Wish you were here with JK. I wish you weren't here. There it is. <laughs> hey guys, this is Marissa, the OG and the best of Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best Neighbours podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch. What's the OG been up to this week? It's nice that you asked that, Adam. Well, if you've got an answer for me, that'd be even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim won't know this because he's not been here, uh, oh, but, but, some, but Summer is now 25. Yeah. No, Summer has she's been struggling to connect with her dad recently, mainly because he's a fucking idiot and doesn't know how to look after children. He keeps um, wanting to read her stories and shit, and she's like, "Fuck you! I've got my own things going on." She's like, she's like "I've got fucking loads of fingers in pies here. Fuck you, dad! I don't need you to fucking." He buys her like the wobble CD or something. Is that like kind of going halves on FIFA? Just won, <laughs> won the World Cup before with Germany. She was well happy. Easy mode. Traitor. Yeah, I'll put it on easy mode. She won, she won the final 4-1. Yeah. Like, you put this on easy mode? I went, no, I've not touched it. And you've, you must have done it. And she's like, well, maybe I'm just great. <laughs> so <laughs> he's that, She has fully embraced the, the, uh, the JK syndrome here, aren't she? Maybe yeah. I'm just great. She's JK as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see the apple is not far. <laughs> but she said it's so dead bad. Oh, maybe I'm just great then. Yeah. She's ruined now as well. Well done. <laughs> uh, but Summer's not ruined. Summer's not ruined at all. Uh, despite her dad being shit and buying her CDs for fucking kids. 
Uh, what's what she does do instead? She's like, oh, you know, you want to spend time with me? How about I come to the fucking pub with you? And Max is like, oh, I don't know if Lee's going to like this. She's like, shut up, dick, and I'm coming. So she comes to the pub, and I was dead excited about this. I was like, we're going to get a whole montage of summer in the pub. I was like, we're going to get a behind the bar, pulling pints. <laughs> there should have been on more one. hijinks at the pub. I was a yeah, bit disappointed, to be honest. I was very disappointed as well. But then I remembered she was 10. And wouldn't have been able to do any of those things, so. <laughs> no, I expected to at least pull a pint, at least glass someone. Uh, get, like, uh, do you know, like, all the fag ends together off the ashtrays and make, like, a super fag out of them? Like, make, like, so, like, like people leave the end of the fag and then, like, you can take the tobacco out and you can make a brand new fag out of that. I was expecting What that. an odd idea. Also, I don't think you're allowed to say that word anymore. I was going to say, I, I, I bet you just confused the, the AI bots saying that word so many times. I reckon she's 10, so if she was going to do anything with the fag butts, it would have been to make a daisy chain out of them. <laughs> no, she would have sold it on to someone. She'd gone, listen, I've made a, I've made a super cigarette here. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she going like this now? Because it's <laughs> a cigarette. Like, you can easily say the word fag, but now it's a cigarette. <laughs> Uh, so she goes, yeah, she goes to the pub for the day. For the day. Uh, but Lou's like, Lou's not happy about this. She's like, you need to get her in the back, really. Get her in the office. She can do some fucking colour and something. This is but, worse. I know what you've done to people in offices at restaurants. It's not, that's not the better place to be. That's the problem. If he gets you in the office, you're fucked in every way possible. <laughs> <laughs> so Max, despite wanting to spend the day with Summer, and Lou goes, oh, so do you want to, like, go out with the pub and, like, buy half? And he's like, yeah, I can do, actually. Right, I'm, getting, I'm off to go see my solicitor now. Can you look after Summer for a bit? Because, you know, I've just brought her to work. And he's like, Lou's like, yeah, whatever, no problem. And Max is like, all right, see ya. I'll be back later on. Bye, dickhead. So he goes to see his solicitor because he wants to buy the pub. Um, Summer's pretty fuming about this because she comes out. And she's like, oh, I want to spend some time with Dad. And he's not there. But Steph and Libby are in the pub. And they're like... Ah, oh, you can come with us somewhere if you want. Come shopping. Come shopping. We're, we're going to go, do a girly shopping trip, so come on a girly shopping trip with us. Uh, again, I was hoping for another little shopping montage, but we didn't quite get that. Uh, but somebody does come back from shopping with a brand new bandana. Brand new bandana. She fucking loves a bandana, that girl, to sort <laughs> her fucking shit hair out. Um, <laughs> so she's got a brand new bandana she's made up with this shit and also she gets invited to watch a Reese Witherspoon movie later on and she loves Reese because she thinks she's hilarious Legally Blonde is one of her favourites it is one of her favourite movies she does also say Lord of the Rings is really cool uh, which is which is something that still holds true to this very day she says that but then I think she follows it up with but there's a lot of fucking walking about <laughs> So she's had a great little day with Steph, uh, but Max is not happy about this. This is not the first time Steph's just taken Summer on a little jaunt without Max knowing uh, and gives Steph a load of shit. But she pretty much gives it straight back straight away. She's like, listen, dickhead, you're never fucking there for her. She's an inconvenience for you. She's a great girl. I like spending time with her. Fuck you. She's got a devil-may-care attitude, and I kind of like it, she says. (laughs) So the next day, Summer's with... Uh, Rosie. Oh, no, actually, no, before that, sorry. So Max is like, oh, you like watching Reese Witherspoon movies? Brilliant, we'll have a movie night together. So they get a movie, but Max falls asleep on the couch because he's a dad and that's what dads do. Uh, And rom-coms are fucking boring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're not, Tim, they're fucking fine. It's all right, (laughs) chill out. Triggered. (laughs) <laughs> the next day she's with Rosie and she's like oh I like watching movies should we go to the cinema and Rosie's like yeah we'll go to the cinema um, and then they go to the cafe afterwards but Rosie's like oh I need to fuck off and leave you somewhere is that alright and someone's like oh, yeah whatever I'm used to this now um, So, but don't worry you can play with Steph again so she sends her around to Steph's house Steph's, Steph's at home bored because she's got nothing to do with life. We'll get to that, why? We'll get we'll to that, Tim. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm trying to create more and more catchphrases so I don't just have all right as my only catchphrase. <laughs> it's going to be like The Rock by the end of this fucking shit. 
And yeah, and Steph is playing solitaire. And she's like, oh, are you playing cards there? She's like, yeah, do you want to play cards, man? She's like, yep, yeah. poker. Five card draw, let's fucking go. Get some fucking money out, dickhead. Fucking brilliant. All <laughs> of a sudden, OG 10-year-old summer knows every poker game under the sun and wants to fucking win all Steph's money. Yeah. She dares you up from the car. She's doing that thing where you like you split the deck and then you fan in together. She's fucking shuffling around, going right. What we what what house rules are we playing? And they they play poker. Harold comes around because he's made a lasagna or something. I don't know. Or a fucking shepherd's pie. I don't know why. I'm he's a vegetarian, so it was vegetarian. Some sort of vegetarian bullshit. And he Maybe an aubergine parmesan. I don't aubergine know. Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dropped by, and so OG Summer's like. Do you want to get dealt in? And he's like, oh, religion. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, and then he fucks off. Um, he wants to play snap. And Summer's like, no, it's three-card Monty, bitch. Let's go. Um, <laughs> you know what makes this even better? Obviously, Mini OG was not like this at the time. But because we know that Marissa's actually like this, fucking brilliant. It's very easy to imagine. <laughs> the two have just merged. Um uh, so, yeah, Max picks up Summer after his shift at the pub. And he's a bit more grateful to Steph this time. Uh, Summer's kept the money. She's like, wait a minute. We played with my money and you're keeping it. And she's like, yep, see you later, dickhead. Uh, yeah, but Max is just a little bit more grateful this time. And there seems to be a little thawing of the uh, the tension between Max and Steph here. I wanted to know what was going to be thawing then. <laughs> it was going to be something ridiculous, but it was just attention. And as well, at some point, I can't remember who said it, but someone went, oh, Max is single, you know, because, like, you know, his wife died and stuff, and you're single, Steph, so, you know. Well, Li- I think it was Libby, because Steph's, like, comes round and she goes, oh, that Max is a right dickhead, I fucking hate him. And she's going, do you kind of like him, though? And she's saying, no, he's a, he's fucking terrible, he's, he's an awful father, and uh, what an ugly bastard. And she's like, you kind of like him, don't you? And it's, it's, it's one of those very much like she's protesting too much. At the moment, I don't think she is protesting too much. I think she thinks she's a knob, he's a knobhead like the rest of us do. However, I know what's coming and it winds me up a little bit. Why do you want to make you jealous? I, well, I, I'm a big Carla Bonner fan and a big Steph Scully fan. I know she's got, I know, I know there's, it's got to be someone other than me though, Tim. I've come to terms with that. I want better for her than this fucking sad sack. I don't like him. I'm not a fan of Max This is 20 years in the past as well, so makes complications for... Again, that is an issue. But I'm still not happy about it. No. (laughs) He's not a likeable guy. No, there's a reason I didn't mention him for the first seven weeks of him being in the show. (laughs) Yeah, he's a big problem. But that leads us on to why Steph has got nothing to do. Because Stu and Flick are on another limo job. Stu's a limo driver now. He's got a, and he and he just drives posh people from Lasters round and Flick just tags along because she wants to fuck him. And so they're on another one. They're on another go. And they've run out of petrol. Flick's like, you're a fucking dickhead. You've run out of petrol. You've done this on fucking purpose, haven't you? Oh, yeah, this happens. So they're both calling each other out on it. You've done this on purpose. No, you've done this on purpose. But before we get, like, they've taken this old bitch around. They take a shopping or something, the fucking Arndale Centre or something. And the flick is along to carry the bags. And she's getting paid for this shit. Like, I think this would be another good job for JK, where he just goes <laughs> along, like, on shopping trips with rich bitches, carries their, sh- their shit, but also as a kind of personal shopper where he tells them what outfits would look good in certain situations. I think he'd be really good at that. I, I think you're onto something again here. Uh, yeah, because I can I can host, I can tell them, oh, there's a great, there's a great lingerie shop over there or whatever. Uh, you can get you've, made it, you've made it so <laughs> cheap straight away. I thought it'd just be a comedy one where you like get them to wear weird shit. You just want to get whispering again. Yeah, Adam was, Adam was joking, but Jay's like, yeah, because my fashion sense is worthy of everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Adam's picturing, like, you're basically just going to upstyle some chavs, but Jay went straight to Paris. <laughs> to the lingerie shop. Yeah, with the with the elderly billionaire women. Elderly billionaire women need lingerie too. And we'll get to that, Tim, don't worry. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. 
Uh, so yeah, they run out of petrol. They're like, you've done this on purpose. And let's face it, Stu probably has. Uh, so they have a little argument and then they just kiss and then they shag. Um, and then wake up the next morning, they've had a shag in the back of the limo. They're, they've, they've held hands. That is the key. You can talk about the good old kiss up, the flirty eyes, the shagging. It all comes down to the handhold, though, doesn't it? To the holding of hands. Um, so they wake up the next morning and they're like, oh, good shag last night. Brilliant. Uh, we're a couple now. Fantastic. Oh, shit, the cops are here. Cops knocks on the window. You two shagging? Yeah, we have been. Uh, so I got a little story. <laughs> oh, oh. So, might have told this before, might not have done it. We'll see if it stays in or not. Um, <laughs> so good. this, the, like, after a, a a late night kind of thing, because I used to work in the hospitality industry as well, um, and I did a few late night shifts. Um, I, pardon? In town, was it? No, this wasn't in town. This was not too far from the, t- the smaller town of Berry. Not sure if you're familiar with it. Um, <laughs> it's got all sorts going on. You know what? This is a they, that the start of that story is not right. I hadn't been working. I'd been on a date to see Blade Two. That's important. Like Blade Two, the second one. Shit, Wesley Snipes, vampire, whatever. Um, so we've been on a date, me and this girl. Um, I had driven, and we'd parked up. I was driving her home. We parked up on the street next to hers. It wasn't the street because because we were like, oh, she's going to get dropped off. Mum and dad could come out. This is like, we was like 18, 19 or something. Um, so we'll park a little bit further away so that we can sit in the car for a little bit. Sit in the car for a little bit. You know what that means? A yeah. uh, bit of hand-holding. He's going to finger you a bit. Possibly. Whatever whatever happens, happens in a parked car course. Um, late, though. Goes on, we're chatting, there's talking, there's getting to know you and all that kind of stuff. Steamy windows and all that. Fell asleep. Fell asleep. (laughs) In the end, (laughs) in the back of the car. Fell asleep. I was not expecting that. Fell asleep. Not just me, we both fell asleep. It's not like I fell asleep and she sat there and thought, I've can you tell me <laughs> if you just passed out when she was in the middle of a really shit story? Oh. <laughs> fell asleep, back of the car. We was chatting, getting it on in the back of the car, ended up falling asleep, back of the car, steamy windows. Wake up at uh, five, six in the morning <laughs> to the sound of a knocking on the steamed window. Knock on the window, knock on the window. Window down. Heads poke out a bit like they do to Flick and Stu in this. This is why I've remembered this story. Like someone knocks on the window. Um, it's the milkman <laughs> who's doing a bit of a delivery and everything. Saw like the steamy windows, knocked on. Um, wanted to like just wanted to see if, if everything was all right or whatever. I think maybe even the lights, I'd left the lights on or something like that. Um, and then it, yeah, it was just like. Yeah, we're all right. Um, just <laughs> dropping her off, and he gave me that look like, "Well done, fair play." Yeah, and then he went off on his on his delivery. So yeah, it was nice <laughs> seeing Flick and Stu get up to the same thing because there you go. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. The policeman as well. He knocks on, but then he did. You get asked if you had a limo license though. No. And Stu wasn't ready for this either, was he? He was not ready to be asked about a limo license. I'd never heard of this limo license. Yeah, me neither. Stu's pretty taken about this, and he's like, oh, "Listen, I've got all my, I've got, I've got all the other licenses. I've got, my, I've got my shagging license. Like I'm allowed." <laughs> got to get that renewed every year, though. Got the handholding license as well. Got that one. Uh, got the hat license for the, for the limo hat, but he hasn't got the limo actual license itself. So the policeman's like, "Right, you need to get that fucking sorted. I'll sort your petrol out, but you need to get that sorted straight away." Um. So they're they're a couple now. Stuart felt like, yeah, we're fucked now, so we're, we're going to have to be a couple, aren't we? Is this what you felt like as well? <laughs> Fuck now, I better ask her to marry me. <laughs> Even though she's not from here. <laughs> so 
Flick's like, right, well, the first thing we need to do is tell Steph. This is this was the sticking point last time. They didn't want us to tell Steph because Stu and Steph, while Flick was away, were getting very close and even had a little kiss. So he's like, fuck, I'm going to have to tell Steph. She she bottled out last, this, last time. She almost bottles it again this time and doesn't tell her. But then she's like, no, nah, I'm going to have to do this time. I can't, I can't do this to Stu again. Tells her. Steph is like, can't fucking believe this. Can't believe you're shagging my mate. What the fuck's wrong with you? And Flick's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I've just ruined this family again. She goes, ah, you fucking dickhead. Don't give a fuck. Wee. <laughs> and he just kills all the fucking tension in the story, though. Yeah, I didn't want to do the same story again, though. I, I didn't have it in me to go through it all again. But it kills the story dead, and it just makes Flick and Stu a shit couple now. They are in- a shit couple. They're instantly proper now. fucking boring. Instantly now, they're just like, oh, let's let's cook dinner. Oh, but we keep getting interrupted. And they're, they're just a shit couple now. Whereas if Steph had been proper fucking fuming about it, like she should be, it'd have been a bit spicier and a bit something more to it. But yeah, it's just fucking dead now. I said last time that I was more interested in watching another couple shagging and getting it on than these two. And I stand by it now that these these two have got it on. They're, they're both very attractive people, well played. At one point, Flick wears a red dress like that fucking emoji. Um, and she looks fucking brilliant in it. Well done, Holly Valance. Well played. I'm not arsed though. Doesn't doesn't really. I'm not. I'm not really interested. No. Should we Should we talk about another couple instead that we're a lot more interested in? I yeah. Think. There's a lot of spicy stuff going in the on. Music in the music. So Lewin Harold's. <laughs> well played. <laughs> uh, things are still very frosty with Lewin Harold. Uh, they've had a big bust up. Yeah, Tell him about the bust up. What they yeah, busted I, up about? Harold, Harold, and um, Lou are honestly they're that they're the Rock and Austin of. <laughs> I mean, not not even actually. I think they're better than Rock and Austin because they like Rock and Austin never really like tagged. They were never on the same side. They were just always feuding. These two, they're actually, they're more like sorry, fucking neighbors fans. Wrestling references. They're more like the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens of. That's even less knowledgeable for the like. Yeah. They definitely won't know that because they'll hurt people who don't watch wrestling. Will have heard of the Rock team, but now you've dropped Sami Zayn on them. Well, fucking <laughs> watch wrestling currently. That that's not that's not my fault. Whatever <laughs> it is, is it Tim? <laughs> watch wrestling and watch neighbors. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're falling out because Harold basically turned around to Lou and went, "You don't fucking deserve Rosie." So Lou's moved out he's like no fuck you I think he's sleeping in the pub or his mate's house or something I don't know Um, but then but the aftermath of that is that Rosie is split up with Lou as well Uh, she doesn't like these two not getting along thinks they need to sort it out and she's like until you do sort things out with Harold me and you not shagging anymore so things are very frosty they bump into each other at Scully's house for some reason because Lou spends most of these episodes just walking around with nothing to do so he just shows up at people's houses he's just walking in people's houses and going what are you up to and everyone's like we've got our own fucking storylines going on and he <laughs> just keeps walking in such weird writing like Flick and Stu are having the tea and it's like getting a bit romantic and he comes in and goes uh, yeah I'll have a brew milk two sugars just like when they're halfway through the fucking tea proper sexist as well because he goes yeah go, get the fucking kettle on love will you milk yeah slaps her ass and off yeah. she goes he <laughs> <laughs> was just like fucking hell you can't do that anymore it's 2002 but uh, yeah so Lou's just fucking knocking around because his dinner date's been kind of, he, he's tried to organise a dinner date with Rosie and she's like no can't do it busy it's found out because she's doing some charity work with Harold He's fucking fuming about it. He calls Harold out on it right away. Because Harold's being proper proper snide here as well, I think. Yeah, he he's is like, trying to, he he is trying to get in there. Over. He's made a fucking, some sort of pineapple dal or pumpkin dal. Pineapple dal would be even weirder, I imagine. Um, pumpkin dal. And then he's got some fucking cake or something that he wants to give her. He's trying to, he's trying to give her all this food to keep her there. And Lou catches him in it, really. He's like, whoa, you trying to shag my bird? It's pretty much that. Yeah, and then rather than Harold going, yeah, actually, I'm trying to shaggy bird, he goes, oh, no, I'm not trying to shaggy bird. Why otherwise would I be joining? <laughs> Why otherwise would I be joining a dating website? 
Well, not a website because it's 2002. He's found a he's got a leaflet in his hand, and he's in it's like about joining a dating service. And he's like, he says that to Lou. He says, "No, I'm not trying to shag your bird." I don't know why that's the saying now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's because I'm trying to join this dating website. But later on, he he just puts it out there to Steph Scully, who comes in for a, a bit of cake in the coffee shop. He says, oh, what do you think about um, those dating websites? Not websites, services. And Steph Scully goes, oh, you'd be a dick if you fucking joined one of them. So Harold goes, oh, shit. Oh, oh. Yeah, because Steph was like, oh, I'm, why do you think I'm that fucking desperate? Yeah. Because Stu's fucked me off my younger sister. Like, But yeah, so he's not so keen. But I think he's going to go through with it. Something will happen in the next five. Should we just watch five? episodes next time i'm all right with five that sounds like a good amount okay yeah five episodes i think something those next five episodes will happen and they'll just go i am gonna go to the dating agency i think there's a good chance of um some comedy moments if he does oh, that yeah, definitely a little montage well he's you love a montage at the moment you are a fucking <laughs> montage for everything i feel I like it, it it's like there's a there's some kind of lazy urgency in his head. He just wants everything summed up really quick. Possibly, yeah. Or his l- l- word of the day toilet paper was fucking montage. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. fair, with the, with the size of your shit, you probably went through a few rolls of that toilet paper as well. So it's like a full fucking dictionary. Uh, I reckon. I reckon like the the lumpy fucking logs that he lays. It's a single piece. It's just it comes out. It's fucking clean as a whistle, <laughs> and it's one piece of paper does the job. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Spits oh, yeah. on it first, one, then one. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. We've not done any of this without you over the past few weeks. You foul bastard. <laughs> So, of course, that music signifies the ego himself. He's been to the races with Chloe. He's had a fucking great time. He's had a great time. He's won big on the GGs. He has won fucking big. Big Kev's won on the lottery. He's won big on the horses. So much so that some people are calling him. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. So much so that some people are calling him the horse whisperer. They are! I fucking popped massive for this. Not just for all the in-jokes. Um, just because I like it being his new gimmick where he's just this horse-whispering kind of guy. But I really liked this because he said... So he's having dinner with Chloe because that's who he's gone to the races with. Um, they're in the pub and he's going to shout dinner or something in the pub. And then Kyle and Susan come in for a little bit of a dinner date as well. And they say, oh, we'll join you. So they're all going to sit down together for dinner. So they're talking about the races. That's when Darcy says, I'm now the horse whisperer. And Carl goes, don't you mean the bull shh? And then Susan <laughs> comes in. It's really good how they all do it. <laughs> it is really good fun. Yeah, they sit down just to have a bit of a prying about the piss take of what's going on, really. At the end, what Chloe has to get off at some point. She goes for a piss. Oh, she goes for a piss, I think. And straight away, Susan's like, so you two fucking shagging then? And Dad's like, no, no, we're just friends. And she's like, fucking well, to be honest, Carl told me about all the fucking ones in the past. She seems like the best one you've had in fucking ages. Maybe you should be shagging her if you're not. Yeah, she says she could do a lot lot worse than Chloe Lambert. She's, yeah. she's rich, fucking brilliant, pretty clever, not bad for an old bird. Why not? And up for it. That's always the key, isn't it, JK? That's always the key. <laughs> Now, t- there's a little bit of a uh, kind of cosmos working here because Tim randomly before the uh, the podcast today sent us a book called The Horse Whisperer as well. And famously, Tim doesn't watch the episodes uh, as well as famously not showing up for the podcast most of the time. Um, he does no books, though. He does no books. He does... I don't read them. I just, I'm just aware of them. Well, I, I, was you not going to tell us about this Horse Whisperer book? Did you not read the blurb on the back? And give, can you not give us a summary of what this no, book is about? That, that was a fucking weird one. I started reading the blurb on the back and thought, this is fucking weird. Cause it was just, it was like, this book takes you on a journey through, ironically, the, the character's name is Grace, through, Gra- through Grace's, like, I think she's like ill and I don't know, makes friends with a horse or something. It's very strange. Um, but then I realized it was just on the back, all the text is a review from someone working for Horse and Hound magazine. 
Mm. So is this like an emerging genre? These horse whispering or horse books? I think it's, I think it's quite old, honestly. It's, it's shit. Very it neat. looks a bit dodgy on the front cover. It looks it like one of those kind of like... I was going to say, like, there's just like those dino porn ones. Yeah, girl gets <laughs> yeah. it on with horse. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what was worrying me about it. Yeah. <laughs> and that is obviously what, in, in the context of our um, podcast world, is what whispering yep. is, yeah. as we all know. You don't want to whisper a horse. That's That's fucked up. No. He's whispered a few pigs in his time, but uh... <laughs> I should have said dogs. I went with the more farmy though. After the races, Darcy's gone home with his winnings. Chloe's gone home, but she's got fucking robbed. The house has been robbed. She's got a proper posh gaff, Tim. It's fucking well nice. You can see that gaff, Tim. It's almost as big as your house, Tim. <laughs> almost as big. Uh, at least 14 rooms in there, I'm going to say. Yeah. Wow. No mediocre furniture in the entire building. No. Fucking All bespoke antique pieces. Um, so she brings Darcy and she's like, oh, I've been robbed. He's like, don't worry, I'll be there straight away. And he comes to her aid and she's like, oh, they fucking nicked all my cutlery and all my fucking food and my crockery and everything. What the fuck am I going to do? Darcy's like, don't worry, I've got an idea. Comes back with some fish and chips. And she's like, oh, there's no one to put the spoons. There's no spoons to put down. How the fuck am I going to eat this? I'm glad you spotted this. <laughs> she was a bit mortified that there was no cutlery and I thought you know what she needs she shouldn't have called Darcy Tyler she should have called the other ego and that's JK <laughs> I've always got some spare spoons just in he case. lays those spoons down like a motherfucker yeah, Darcy's like you never had fish and chips before she's like well I've had like fucking rare fish steamed in a water bath for three months but I've never had proper fish and chips from a chippy yeah he's like well best thing about that is Cutler is right here. I don't know if he does the little wavy thing. With he pretty fingers. much did the fingers, yeah. Uh, he does. I thing. thought he was going to talk about how expensive the fucking chippy was for about an hour. And <laughs> now uh, he used to be able to get fish and chips for a quid or whatever. But no, he, he just got on with it. He said, get that fish in your hand and then get it in your gob. And that's how we do it. And they're having a great time. She's she's experiencing something new for the first time. And then while, while they're eating the fish and chips, she's like, Will you stay the night tonight? I don't feel safe staying on my own. Will you stay the night with me? And he's like, yeah, of course. I fucking, it's a nice posh craft there, so I'll, I won't mind staying. Question. Because so, again, I this is what I do now. I think, wonder if JK's ever done this. <laughs> and a lot of the time with Darcy. And I want to know if you ever, you've ever stayed over or asked someone to stay over because either they were afraid or you were afraid. <laughs> Whether scary film or something, like when you know when Tim was home alone without Grace and he was fucking shitting it all the time. If, <laughs> if someone was a bit like that and you've gone, I'll stay with you, or alternatively, you played the little victim card and gone, oh, I don't know if I can be on my own tonight, and, and someone stayed over with you. Have you ever done any either of those? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I've been a version of that where you're like, I'll look after you, darling. Oh, and he would have said, darling, fucking brilliant. <laughs> yes, he would have. Yeah, there has been times where like, I've had to look after someone because they've got paralytically drunk, and I'm like, I don't want them like, choking on their own sick. They so. rape's different, my friend. <laughs> I don't want you choking on your sick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ne- never in a, in a sinister way as, as you two are implying, I don't think. Um I don't know. I might. I might remember a story halfway through retelling. Yeah, it's all right. No, it's fine. That's you know. Yeah. Um, so he's like, "Yeah, I'll stay the night." So they're getting ready. He's he's got some nice little pajamas that I'm assuming she keeps in the guest room. He's brushing his teeth. He's I did the brushing the teeth motion just in case you weren't sure what that was. And um, he's like, "Brilliant! This is this is great. I'm staying the night. You'll you'll feel safe. I've got some nice pajamas and a new toothbrush. Nice, brilliant." And then they hear some noises and I'm like, "Oh fuck! We're getting robbed again." So they, they're like, hello, who's there? Who's there? And it turns out there's someone in the front room and it's Chloe's daughter. Um, Chloe's daughter, Jordan. And she's like, and I was like, who the, who the fuck are you? And Chloe's like, meet my daughter, Jordan. And Jordan's like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, that's Darcy Tyler. Got a shaggy mum, got a problem. And she's like, yeah, I do have a fucking problem with that. Uh, instantly, these two do not get on it at all. Darcy does a really fucking good power play here as well, which I love because he already knows a name. He's heard it about three times and goes, 
Wait a minute, Jordan, is it? <laughs> does he say Jordan or does he say like a, a different name, even though he knows the name's Jordan? Like she's yeah. just gone, uh, uh, it's Jordan. And then he's gone, oh, what is it? Jenny. Uh, he does. He might say Jordan, but it is a proper power play. It is good. It's a proper it. power play, even though you know someone's name going, Tim, is it? <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Yeah, these two do not get along uh, at all. And I'm She's smoking that. hot, by the way. Yeah, smoking hot. Uh, I have I have found her on Instagram. I messaged her to see if she wants to come on the podcast. Get her, Ron. She <laughs> probably only does one episode. <laughs> got to remember that you're you're telling me a story here as well. You say daughter, I picture child, and both of you just told me that she's hot. I'm on pedo watch alert right now. <laughs> oh, she's is... about she's about twenty five. Right. This update is crucial. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm back on board. Yeah, she's like back from traveling or uni or something. She's like, yeah, she's she's old. Yeah, these two know. We actually don't see her again for these lot of episodes, I don't think. I think maybe we see her the morning after and then we don't see her again. But I'm hoping there'll be some more feuding between Darcy and John as we go along. Do you think there's going to be more feuding or do you think he's going to bang her instead of her mum? Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's it's always a potential with Darcy, isn't it? Oh, any moment he can bang anyone. So that is that's always in the air. Uh, next thing, there's a big doctors' conference going on around Erinsborough. So Darcy introduces uh, Carl to our new favourite character, Cookie. He's my favourite character. He's not. We've not seen him for I don't know fucking ages. I think like he first came up what, like Tim. Tim was still still doing the podcast when we first, first met this guy. So it was One fucking ages ago. Um, but we never actually saw him. He was just like off camera or they'd say, oh, Cookie's doing this. We're going to go and see Cookie. And we finally meet Cookie in these episodes. He was not what I expected. Was he not? He was exactly what I expected. He, he looks like, like every... you on your way to a fucking Alan Fletcher gig. <laughs> he was dressed like every uni lecturer ever. He had oh. a roll neck jumper, didn't he? And a jacket. So again, he dressed little... like yourself. And a little goatee beard. Yeah, and he's he's a very he's a world renowned uh, something or other doctor, heart surgeon, heart surgeon, <laughs> world renowned for something. Uh, and he's introduced Carl to him as well, and Carl's like, ah, oh, could see the benefits of knowing the right people in right places. Now, maybe I shouldn't be so harsh on Darcy for for climbing up this ladder here. Uh, he goes back to Chloe's later on, and says, "Yeah, I've had a great day. Went playing golf with Cookie. Introduced Carl. Everything's great." Chloe's like, brilliant. Love the fish and chips yesterday. Do you want to move in with me? And Darcy's like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? I had a great time last night. Proper posh gaff. Yeah, I've got, you've got a nice posh gaff. Chloe's like, I've got some new cutlery in. It's fucking spick and span. Spoons are, you can see your face in the spoons. It's fucking brilliant. And so Darcy's like, yeah, we'll move in. Let's have a movie night because everyone's having movie nights at the moment. So they have a little movie night. They get some popcorn. I don't know what, I don't know what movie they're watching. Uh, I mentioned some I feel stuff. like you've added the whole movie night to be honest with you. She just he just fucking moves in. <laughs> don't remember the popcorn. Don't remember the movies. Um, she, he just starts living in her house. Is it any wonder this podcast goes on for fucking hours and hours? <laughs> uh, and then someone's at the door, and Chloe's like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll get it. Don't worry." Opens the door, lets the fucking robbers in, don't she? Fucking ba- yeah, balaclava gun toting robbers. Doesn't look through the people. That's the whole point of the people is to look Whoa. through the there. I've been using that people all wrong. Now you're thinking of glory holes. Oh, not again. <laughs> so yeah, the balaclavas, they've got have they got guns? Have I made that up? Yes. I've just told you they've got guns. Okay, I didn't know if I made that up or not. They've got guns and they're like, right, we're robbing you again. Jay's so unsure that he made something up that you can say it and he thinks he's made it up. <laughs> that, that's how that's how much fiction is in his head. I don't believe a fucking word of it. <laughs> this is why we can't do more than five episodes, because you make up ten episodes worth. <laughs> so the Robin at one point Darcy kind of like he goes to like square off with them. Like, We're gonna get a fucking fight here. He's gonna fight these men off. No, next scene he's tied up. To the uh, to the radiator, and so is Chloe, and <laughs> and then you see the robbers just getting off, going, "Thanks for all the free stuff." 
See you later. We've just they're still tied up. They can't move, obviously, and they're just carting more and more of Chloe's shit out. Like they took all the fucking spoons, all yeah. of them gone. Um, and they, they kind of get chatting while they're both tied up, and they say, "When's your housekeeper coming back?" Not till eight in the morning. So they've got to do a full night tied up, no shagging, just tied up. Yeah, and they make they make lots of jokes about being tied up as well, uh, and then they have a nice little heart to heart well into the morning. They tell each other stuff they've never told anyone else. But we don't know what it was. So they both in the morning, they both go, oh, I've never told anyone that. I hope you don't think I'm some sort of fucking weirdo. And they <laughs> both go, no. In fact, I like you more than ever. What do you think they told each other? Maybe <laughs> about a horse or something? Yeah. Maybe about liking yeah. horses? Or... Yeah, I imagine Chloe went, do you know when I'm really into horses? And you know what they say about girls into horses? And he said, that's why they call me the horse whisperer. And there we go. Uh, so yeah, by the time the morning comes round, the, uh, the the housekeeper gets there, unties them. The police come round, but they're laughing and joking about it. She's like, "Yeah, it's a bit shit. We've been robbed, but we had a great time, and we're even closer." And they have like a nice embrace. It's not like a sexy embrace. It's more of a there's a real bond. There. <laughs> <laughs> I just covered his mouth. Oh, I was oh. nearly sick in my mouth. <laughs> How fucking weird would it be if they had a sexy embrace in that moment? <laughs> also, what a load of fucking bullshit. They'd be traumatised and angry. I <laughs> hope you never say the word sexy embrace again <laughs> to anyone. I was physically sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they've got a real bond now. and Sexy embrace could be the name of the show. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> I think this is what could lead them on to being in a, a proper relationship, I think. I think th- there's an obvious attraction there, but now there's there's a little substance behind it as well, which I think is nice. Maybe maybe this, maybe Susan's right all along. Maybe this this is the one for her, for him. Do you think they'll have got it on in the next five episodes or do you think they'll have just got together in the next five episodes or do you think something different? No, I think that, I think in the next five episodes he'll stop sleeping in the guest room. Oh, yeah. Do you that. think so? They've they've had a sexy embrace, <laughs> been tied up overnight. They've shared a traumatic experience. They have had some fish and chips, a bit of a romantic meal. Do you think they're finally going to hold hands in the next five episodes? Definitely going. Fuck. Definitely going. That that's the uh, that's the definition of a sexy embrace, isn't it? That's the end game right there. <laughs> and we with that we have reached our end game. Tim, you are released from your duties. Thank you very much for 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 coming in and doing this. I'm glad your health is back to back where to it was. The week twenty percent that it is as as a standard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was weird this week though? Not that Tim actually did the podcast. No Delta Goodrum this week. Yeah, no Delta Goodrum. Oh, well, we can't, we can't, we can't. The last episode was Delta Heavy, and now I feel like we just have five, five episodes, no Delta Goodrum whatsoever. Yeah, well, she dropped Born to Try and just went, just dropped the fucking microphone and went, see you in a couple of months, dickheads. Mm. All right, a few more hits. Yeah. And, and, do you want to drop any songs on us, Tim, while you're here? <laughs> I'll send them to you, you later. You, you, you know you love a surprise song. <laughs> oh no, I ain't got that in me. <laughs> All right, what are we doing next time? Then are you going to be back next week, Tim? It's possible. I mean, I wouldn't want to make any promises in case nobody listens. Fair point. I want to scare people away. <laughs> what episodes are we watching next week? Uh, the next five. Excellent. Good save because I know you didn't know the actual numbers. <laughs> Four thousand one hundred and seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 20, 20 to 21. There we go. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Let us know on the socials at Watch Neighbor if you have enjoyed Tim being back. Or, and if you haven't enjoyed Tim being back, you can con- contact him personally at Tim J. Callahan. And <laughs> <laughs> just let him know what you think of him. He won't mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think we should should expand the the let's contact us on social media thing to would you like to be the first person to respond to one of these questions on the podcast? Have you got to the end of a podcast? You're probably the first. Let us know. 
Send us a message. Sometimes when I'm listening to them back, I don't listen to them, I listen to some of them, but I'll listen to like the start because I feel like the start's quite good and there's some chat about not neighbours, which is always good. Yeah. Kind of leave out the middle like 45 minutes yeah. and then I, I, dip, uh, I, I dive back in into the end, in the end if there's like a good outro. So I just want to know if, have you got a good outro plan for this one that I might want to listen to? Have you got oh. something to sum up? Well, I've got a good idea actually. Um, so this isn't planted, fucking hell. To, to let people like, because I remember back in the day on like uh, on like these magazine kind of st- TV shows and stuff in competitions, there'd be like a, a secret word, so you had to like watch the whole episode to get this secret word. So you couldn't just dip in at the start and go, "Oh, the secret word is magazine," and that's your entrance into this competition. So we'll do the same thing here. If you've got this fucking far, what secret word should we give them that they can tweet to us and they can get enrolled into a competition? With the prize being one of my scarves. <laughs> Fucking hell, you're gonna have to do this now. I'm gonna have to do this now. What what word should it be? Should it just be scarf? I'm happy with scarf. Yeah, okay. So tweet us the word scarf, and then we'll give it a week after this podcast has come out, and then I'll pick someone at random and you can get the scarf that I wore for parents' evening. <laughs> <laughs> So you, so you have we have to tweet. Look at Tim fucking. He wants the scarf. He's fucking tweeting already. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna get I'm, for nothing. I'm gonna be the only one. So, <laughs> so again, at Watch Neighbor, tweet there the word scarf, and you'll be in the competition. And apart from that, we'll see you next week for another episode of the Neighborhood Rewatch. <laughs>